Spanish for sure. About to tell your tablets up even more. Let us get started ASAP because I want all of your tablets to be frayed at the end. This is the last two days of these finances, two meetings, these finances you got today, right now, and then Friday today again at 12 Central Standard Time. So if anyone who does not have the 12 Central Standard Time thingamabobby, go ahead and give that to them and they can they can join for the last two days. I'm insanely competitive. I, the way law dresses is the way that I am competitive. That being said, I came here to slaughter these last two days. Do you see law in this vehicle over there? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I came to slaughter these last two days. The way Phil has jokes, the way law has fashion, I've got competitiveness. Let's roll here. We've got a few questions that I need to answer, and I'm going to answer them now, and then I'm going to answer them all throughout the everything that we're getting ready to do, all throughout. What are stocks is what someone asked me. What are stocks? Simple. This is, well, I don't mean to say simple. None of this is going to be simple. I'm going to just run through a whole bunch of stuff. So basically, what are stocks? Stocks is when you buy a piece of a company. That's basically what stocks are in its simplicity. You're basically buying ownership. Do you need to buy a full share of a, a stock? Not really. There are apps out there that allow you to buy pieces of shares with pennies until you get to a full share. Okay, that's basically what stocks are. Stock prices appreciates, which means it goes up. Appreciate means to increase in value. So if someone was to ask me what are the best stocks to buy, I'm going to tell you ones that pay dividends. Not all stocks pay dividends, but many do. Dividends are payments made to shareholders out of the company's revenue that are typically paid quarterly. That's stocks. Well, that's not just stocks, but that's about it for right now. Over the long term, Average annual stock market return is about 7 to 10%. Let's see. You follow Ray Dalio, you can probably get a lot more than that steady. As a matter of fact, his investors pretty much only lost 3.83% in 2008 over the last 20-something years, and that's just about it. That's why Ray Dalio is the most successful hedge fund person there is probably of all time. I'm pretty sure of all time. Once a company company is on the stock market, it can be bought and sold to investors. So this is what it means to go public, okay, publicly traded stocks. What else? What else was asked? I'm going from memory here. These are the questions you sent me, right, Grace? Yes. All right, so what does it mean when you own stocks? Simple words. It means that you own a piece of that company. You have common stocks come with voting rights, and many investors would pay, excuse me, many, many companies could pay uh, you dividends. And this is why Facebook would have so much trouble because you got a lot of people that own Facebook besides Mark Zuckerberg and of course right you when you go public you have to deal with the fact that Grace owns a piece of the company and Grace has a say so you have to deal with that most long-term investors hold stocks for years I strongly encourage every last 
one of you not to invest with day traders. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Do not compete with day traders. They know more than you. And if they don't know more than you, their computers are closer to the stock market exchange than you are. Therefore, you're going to lose anyway. <laughs> They're just closer. They're just literally geographically closer. So, yeah, you can win, but they're going to win on every fraction of a cent because it's just going to hit their computer faster. There is a big benefit of being literally on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange versus being in your living room in Omaha, Nebraska. There is a difference. Just don't ever compete with day traders. I'm not saying they're crooked or anything. It's just not the game you want to play. Money is not meant to be acquired or accumulated in great amounts in a couple of days. Gold runs fastly away from the person who tries to get it to go to unnecessary or unhonest earnings. Do not attempt to get rich quick. That is not in harmony with the laws of success. I've said that. I am on a recording field. This is ATS. Do not leave here trying to get rich quick all right that was the stocks questions that i got and i tried to run through them as fast as possible Tony, yes sir the only reason why a stock goes up in value on any given day or time is more people want to buy it than want to sell it the only reason why a stock goes down on any given day or time more people want to sell it than want to buy it and that's why the people on the floor have the advantage because they're privileged to that information in real time and they got a super advantage in real time, just as Phil said. So just don't, don't compete with them. Hey, you like me and Phil? Don't, just don't do it. All right, just don't do it. There was some more stock questions. Someone asked, "When is a what time is a good? Well, what classifies a good stock from a bad stock?" Now this is far more difficult to answer. There's so many different nuances in here. The real answer is no one knows. Okay, no one knows. Nobody knows. No matter how many books are out there, no matter what I tell you, nobody can predict the future of stocks. Nobody knows. Nobody. Nobody. From Warren Buffett to Ray Dalio to all the great people that you think and know, they're all going to tell you the same thing. No one knows. Okay? Now, since no one knows, I can give you a few answers, but you need to receive no one knows. It would just make your life easier. Can, it, can someone nod your head and just, because if you do know, you're probably going to jail for a felony inside of trading. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. So you probably don't want to end up there. And in simplicity, you don't really want to be worried about good stocks or bad stocks. I, in a little bit, will tell you, I will, I will give you a formula in which you do not have to worry about that. Is this fair? Okay. I typically invest like Ray Dalio because I got it from Ray Dalio. Okay. Typically, this is what I do. However, if you force me to ask this question, 
A good stock is one that's going to make you money, and a bad stock is one that's going to lose you money, okay? If you just force me to answer the question. But I do want to not deal with that, not because I don't know the answer. It's because no one knows the answer. And if anyone's trying to tell you that answer, they're just inappropriate because no one knows. Who knew stock in Google was going to be good? Nobody. Just the two CEOs who said I had a dream. Okay, Google didn't even sound like a good name until it became a billion-dollar company. Now it's like a great name. You understand? So you just you just want to be careful with these things. Another question: All the most of these were stock-related too. When is a good time to buy more or sell your stocks? Another. Actually, I could answer this one pretty good. If you want to go into buying and selling stocks and you don't currently sell stocks, then just don't do it. I want you to play more of a long-term game. Well, the reason why is because you're not thinking long-term. You're thinking short-term. The question is accidentally rooted in, can I compete with day traders? And Phil just told you why you should not do that. Right? The, the question is rooted in there. If you're investing over the long term, you're not worried about when to buy and sell. You're not worried about economic corrections. The truth is, economic corrections happen. There's an economic correction every month, to be honest with you. There's a correction every single month. And the average correction lasts about 54 days. The problem is, they just come and go before you even know that they're a correction. Most corrections don't end up being bear markets or bust markets, right? They just don't. They just don't. But there is always a correction of sorts. And believe me, there's some news channels that can't wait to scare you about how the Dow just dropped historically. Just and then Monday, you know, oh, it regained everything. Just, just can't wait for all that to happen. All of you want to be investing long term. This is assuming that you're going to stay in stocks. I had another stock question. What is Forex or foreign exchange and how do I get into it? There is now a popular MLM called Forex that allows you to do that. I'm not telling you to join that. Foreign exchange is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week liquid foreign exchange. Basically, a stock market. It is... It is you betting against countries and the currency holdings or value of that country, and that you trade on daily, hourly, minutely. That's not a word, but we made it work. Minutely, okay? I'm serious. Like, and there's tools for that. There's everything for that. Let's see. I used to teach this. Let me – hold on. Let me pull up my – my notes from when I used to teach this real quick. Foreign exchange. I give you some highlights of it real quick. Where is how you spell foreign, Grace? I mean that's the problem. F O R E I G N. Well, God bless. I still ain't got it right. There we go. Pray for me. tell you what maybe i got it here oh there it is all right good it's a 24-hour market currency is traded around the world it's very liquid liquid this means that most major currencies you can get in 
and out very quickly. It is a fast moving market. Exchange rates react can react very quickly to key pieces of data. Always make sure that you have thought of a way to limit the damage. If the rate goes wrong, considering consider a stop loss if you get into this. The market is a none. Let me hold on, I gotta break this down. Actually, just don't worry about what else to say. Just know that you can lose everything in foreign exchange. This means that you bet on one currency and you're actually betting against how that currency is going to perform against another currency. There are about eight major currencies when I used to invest, excuse me, when I used to invest in foreign exchange, there's about eight major currencies that I would always watch. The sterling, the euro, the yen, the Swiss franc, the US dollar, the Australian dollar, and the Canadian dollar. You, you also need to know that each one of these dollars plus all the hundreds of millions of them, it's not hundreds of millions, but you get the point, they, are, they all have three-letter acronyms that you should look at and you know learn them. I typically focus on eight because I'm lazy, to be honest with you. Complexity is the problem or the great enemy of execution. I'll come back to that later. Inbox zero is a thing of the past. We're all so inundated with email now that it's no longer about responding to everything. It's about responding only to the important things, the messages that truly matter. And that's where Sanebox comes in. Think of it as an EMT for your email. As messages flow in, Sanebox does the triage for you. Sifting only the important emails in your inbox and directing all other distracting stuff into your same later folder. So you know what messages to pay attention to now and what stuff you can get to later on. It also has nifty features like the same black hole where you can drag messages from annoying senders you never want to hear from again. And same reminders to ping you if someone hasn't replied to your email by a certain date. Best of all, you can use SaneBox with any email client or phone anywhere you check your email. See how SaneBox can magically remove distractions from your inbox with a free two-week trial. Visit SaneBox.com success today to start your free trial and get a $25 credit. That's S-A-N-E-B-O-X.com slash success. Again, that's SaneBox.com slash success. Do you have rates? Rates could be listed as a bid, and then you have offers, bids and offers, bids and offers. You want to pay attention to that. This means that if you're looking to buy a currency, then you have to look at what rate the person is selling the currency at and is willing to give to you and vice versa. The rates are always against your favor. Everybody in the market is trying to rip you off. Make no mistake about it. This means everything. You try to sell money, or every time you try to sell money, you would get as few dollars as the seller is willing to give you no matter what. I am not telling you this to be mean. I am trying to tell all of you something. Foreign exchange is a fantastic way. It's liquid, but please know every single transaction is meant to give you the least amount of dollars as possible. Don't let no one tell you anything different.
okay? <laughs> just, just telling you what it is. Because I'm trying to make money and I want to sell you, right, this bid from this offer. And what I want to do is make sure you get, you cut as little into my profit margins as possible. Does this make sense? Every transaction is said, Steve, be lesser than me. This is foreign exchange for you, okay? I'm just running through this real quick because I have a lot to talk about. What else about foreign exchange? Equally, if you're looking to buy in foreign exchange, then they will make this as difficult and expensive for you as possible. Okay. What else? Pretty much, if you buy or sell in foreign exchange, you will always suffer. Period. You're going to always suffer. That doesn't mean you can't get rich. You just need to know. Actually, I wouldn't even do this if I was y'all, but I've done it for two years without joining an MLM. It's just meant for you to suffer. It has nothing to do with being a bad market. It's actually fantastic. I recommend it to anyone with a high financial savvy. However, they're coming, sugar, to make sure you make less than me. Please respect capitalism for what capitalism is. Let me see if I can think of some more stuff here. Oh, pips. Pip. A pip is the smallest movement of a currency, and it is recognized as someone trading it. So just, just Google pips, foreign exchange, should help you. And then the less liquid a currency is, the wider the pip spread will be. So then the next logical question is, what will affect a pip rate? The short answer is there's many factors. The actual answer is super complicated. I have no way to give that to you right now, but I'll do my very best to give you a tad bit of it. Trade or trade balances. Countries trade with each, hold on, let me check my phone because it keeps going off. Okay, cool. Countries trade with each and reach each other in a build-up balances and a surplus. Also, the demand for countries and goods and services would tend to demand or drive the demand for that currency up and sometimes down. This tends to suggest that a strong economy will have a stronger currency. The second one is interest rates, obviously, and inflation data, more obviously. Basically, the price of a currency is heavily dictated and by inflation and, and what, how people are behaving in this, this money. In simplicity, I got you. In simplicity. All this is made up and it's only determined by how people are behaving. And in stocks, you're basically betting on human behavior and how that behavior is monetized in an economy, whether it be with a country's economy or the, or the company's economy. There you go. Diana, you had a question. I know I went fast, just hit pause, rewind, and it all makes sense. Okay, keep going. I think you may have just covered it, but I wanna make sure that our, when it comes to, when it comes to foreign exchange, Yep. How 
should we pay attention to politics when it comes to foreign exchange as well and how how drastically will politics and foreign politics and what's going on in, in foreign economies affect foreign exchange? That is a really advanced question. I hope you're ready for the answer. That's a really, really good question you asked. So good job. I If I, so 90% of my wealth is in real estate now. It used to be from 2000 and the whole time I put myself through school, I put myself through school through stocks and I lived off the dividends. This is the only way that I was able to pay for my own school and do this. So stocks was a huge part of my life until I graduated the second time the, the, with the masters of so all the way from bachelors and masters. If I was to ever invest heavily again, it would always be foreign exchange. I would never invest in companies or commodities. I just wouldn't because of your question that you just asked. Because it's easy for me to look at a political situation, Steve, and make bets. Commodities and companies have too many factors. Mark Zuckerberg can have a meeting, say something off the cuff, and the stock drops. I don't have time for that. That's not that's not that's not in my spirit, sugar. I ain't got time. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, and there's too many factors. Foreign exchange, essentially, you're only betting against what is going to control the currency value of a country. And it really is just two things. Now there's a lot of things, but it comes back down to just two things inflation and the value that this current currency has which makes foreign exchange simple even though i just like smashed it and told you it's you know the bad part of it it is bad it's also great the reason it is fantastic is it's simple also more reason fantastic because it never cuts off like this the, the, your, what you commonly know as a stock market, if you're in America, will stop at 3 o'clock for us at Central Standard Time, if you're in America, because that's 5 o'clock Eastern, right, or something like that, whatever, whatever it is. It's just no 3 o'clock here, it's probably going to stop for you. Not foreign exchange. That's 24 hours, 7 days a week because countries don't live in the Americas. As a matter of fact, just so I can be intellectually petty here for a second america looks like canada uh, united states mexico south america that's americas so when we say america you're actually talking about like a whole continent the United States of America is the little place with 323 million Americans. Okay, I just couldn't help myself, Jerry. I just wanted to just wake some people up. I just couldn't help myself. All right, <laughs> just couldn't help myself. Now, anywho, your question is fantastic and most glorious. I would absolutely tell you yes to your question, but just look at the political situations. But the political situations typically won't have too much effect on foreign exchange unless you have like a Nomar Gaddafi 
incident. Now you're talking about something different. Or the or Saddam Hussein and that whole thing. Or hell, even President Trump pulling America out of the World Health Organization two days ago didn't affect the U.S. dollar that much. And that's a pretty big thing. Or the removal of the Paris, the, the, the Paris climate you know, agreement. That wasn't, and that was huge, but it didn't. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're talking about major events like World War II and things like that. So there you go. All right. Oh, go ahead. Ah, it. <laughs> that dog old Jerry. <laughs> I got a whole book on that, man. <laughs> they call them economic hitmen. Go, go, <laughs> go ahead, Deanna. So my next question is when it comes to foreign exchange, where do you where where should we begin? So typically foreign exchange would have I have to give you a simple answer because I don't know where everyone's savvy is here, okay? I operate more like a fiduciary than a financial advisor, which I'm probably going to get to that here in a little bit. Thank you. None of you want financial advisors. That don't mean nothing. Law, you want to be a financial advisor? Boom. I ordain you financial advisor. It means nothing, all right? It means absolutely nothing. It's just it's a bunch of pile of crap, and they're never looking out for your interests. A fiduciary is government bound by law to give you the best advice and does not make a commission off your stuff. All of you, so the next time you talk to a financial advisor, if you want to run them away, all you have to do is ask, are you a fiduciary? Grace had her teacher's retirement person come to her and say all this stuff where she should put her money in, blah, 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 blah. And Grace fooled around and asked me to sit in on the meeting field. And I let the lady do a whole spiel. And I asked, are you a fiduciary? And then she gave some answer. And then after that, that lady told Grace not to follow me. Because she was mad. Do you understand? Just because they, t- look, you, look, look, you see it, Grace say, yep. <laughs> I was telling you. <laughs> no, because stupid. It was just stupid. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. She was trying to give Grace. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just know that. Anyway, no. And she hated me ever since then. If you ever want to make sure someone's taking care of you, there need to be a fiduciary, F-I-D-U-I-C-A-R-Y or something like that, fiduciary. As a matter of fact, John Oliver has a great clip on YouTube about three years ago covering fiduciaries, now that I think about it. Shaker looks like he's seen that before. Yes, you, you actually mentioned, I just remembered this, I've heard Antonio say this somewhere. Where was it? A it was in the ago, freshman's class. Yep. May 2019, you have said exactly this. These are the same set of sentences you've said it. And you've also invited somebody called, I think, King Michael Tate. He, he's your financial advisor, I think. That's right. And he, he's given a good presentation. So, yes, right. yes. All right. So he's taking a class. You see, that freshman level is loaded. 
That freshman level is loaded. You want a fiduciary, fiduciary. And Tony Robbins' a, book, Unshakable, he talks about that as well. Go ahead, Jerry. No, I'd say there's a, I, I just finished that, uh, that particular lesson, and there's a lot of great information in there. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate, I appreciate it. Reminded me of a lot of things, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's, we, we try to knock the, the it, this is why I don't care about credit or none of that stuff, because I just make him do everything. I don't, I don't even do that. I get a report almost. I get a few. I get a report every day, or I get a report every month, depending on what kind of report it is. I ain't got time for that, man. I ain't got time for that. I know how to make money. He knows all that stuff that I don't care about, right? Because he lost. Anybody got time for that? So yeah, just have one of those for sure. Diana, you asked. What did you ask? Remind me. Where do you start? Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So basically, you got to buy your. Oof. Typically, there's going to be a. So you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to focus on these pips as I was bringing up, and and there are people who are authorized to sell these things. And without getting into any trouble vet them very, very, very well. That's where you start. That's where you start. Just come back and listen to this, and you're going to say, oh, my God, I'm so glad you said that. Okay? Yeah. Percentage and so point? Yep. Yes, pips. Uh-huh. You done looked it up. I'm I so did. glad I be knowing what I'm talking about. Y'all be Googling while I be talking. <laughs> There's a whole Wikipedia on pips. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, there you go. She just put it in the chat. Good, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. This is I, why I work for you, and you mentor me and coach me. Of course, I'm gonna look it up if you actually say look it up. Millennials <laughs> would sit there and fact check you in the middle of your keynote or your sermon or whatever you're doing. The Bible says, "No, it doesn't." I'm not coming back here no more. Right? You know, <laughs> the millennials look at it. Chris say, "Yes, sir." Fact check you immediately, immediately. That is for sure. Loan the shirt. Oh, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So let me let me get because I'm running through these questions. So that was all foreign exchange because I got so much to cover, y'all, that I'm not even sure if it's even possible to get it done. The other question. Let's see. What a time is a good time to buy sell stocks. What time, foreign exchange, what are ways to start saving for your own retirement? I'm getting ready to cover that in great detail, but the the principle of saving 10% of everything you own is the most important principle. I'm getting ready to cover that in great detail. Let me see, just in case the person who asked needs to hop off, what can I, let me fast forward in my script real quick. Let me give you five steps and then I will come back and re-explain them. I don't even know what to call these five steps. Just Anyway, you want to climb the mountain of financial freedom, and I'm going to break that down in great detail. Then the second thing you want to do is you want to speed up getting to this mountain. The third thing you want to do, which is what I do, which is why, remember when I was when I read the question, it said, when is a good time to buy stocks and when is not? Do y'all remember that when I said that? 
And I said, well, that really doesn't matter because you don't want to play that game. The third thing here is from Ray Dalio. And this, if you follow Ray Dalio, in this case, then you don't have to worry about good stocks or bad stocks. And I strongly suggest y'all do this. Just to give you an idea, Ray Dalio is the most successful hedge fund. Let's just call him a master that has ever walked on planet Earth. He adequately predicted the 2008 crash. They actually made fun of him because he predicted it in like 1990, well, 1980 for like 1990, but it didn't happen then because he didn't see uh, bailouts and stuff the way happening the way it was. He accurately depicted it. And only he has, during the 2008 crash, which was, well, before COVID, I would say the worst thing that ever happened besides the Great Depression, but I can't say that no more. Okay, so I got to change my vocabulary here now, Jerry. I can't say stuff like that no more because we are living in the new Great Depression. They just lying to y'all. 1.8 million people lost their job in America yesterday, up to 32.9 million people who have job loss. That is 300% more than the Great Depression. The only thing stopping y'all from knowing, the only thing that makes this easy is the internet is so amazing that propaganda can be spread within 2.9 seconds. If you did not have mass media telling you everything is okay, you would look at everything not being okay, and you would stop everything. The mere fact that at least America has a national change shortage. This is a real thing. It's because people have stopped spending so much money that we don't have enough change in circulation. That's a real thing. No, you're good. That's a real thing that's happening right now. And it's been happening for over 60 days. Go ahead. I went to the grocery store and the lady asked me, she said, ma'am, do you, are you paying with cash or card? And I was like, well, I'm paying with my card. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. There was actually, it wasn't that. There was a sign up saying we're short on coins. So if you need, so if you need change, you know, please try to use your credit card or something. And I was like, what do you mean short on coins? I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here like, I use short on coins with all the coins in circulation. That was when I found out about what Antonio just said. I was I was literally sitting here like, how are you short on coins? It's real deal. It's absolutely real deal. It's really happening. Anyway, so you want to have an all-seasons portfolio was the reason why I ran on that ramp. This makes you not have to worry about bad stocks or good stocks. And I will, I promise you, as a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull up that. I actually went to the internet because Tempest sent some questions. And I found, and I want to explain this in great, great stuff. But anywho, let me let me show you this picture. You're not going to understand it right now until I explain it. But you should take a screenshot of this. If you invest this way, you do not have to worry about good stocks or bad stocks. This is the core structure of Ray Dalio's All Seasons portfolio 
I do not invest any other way. Well, yeah, I do. But anyway, take that picture. It would make sense in about 30 minutes. But I'm giving it to you now because I don't know if Tempest has to hop off. And this, these, all these advanced questions I'm asking y'all, answering y'all, they come from her. I haven't even got to the section. Everything I've answered so far has come from Tempest and then the questions that Deanna is asking. All right, there you go right there. I will make it make sense, I promise you. But if you just follow this, you will have, basically what you're doing is you're putting 25% of your, shucks, I need to. I'm going to have to draw it for y'all. Don't worry about it. I'll draw it here in a second. Uh, you know what? Shucks, we're here now. Let's draw it. Let's draw it. All right. Here we go. Here's a whiteboard. And so you, you all right, we're going to call this, we're going to call this Tempest. Right, we're going to call it Logic for Tempest. Don't be caught off guard. There you go. That's what we're going to call this. Now, I need to uh, draw a box. And I need to make quadrants. Remember yesterday, cash flow quadrant? Kind of the same thing, but different. Now, let's see. Move this up here. Let's see, we're going to type. We're going to call this side economic, I'm going to make this make more sense, economic growth, then we're going to call this side inflation, which, Deanna, it answers your question again, your forex question, the foreign exchange question, I just answered it again. Yes, sir. These are the only two things that really matter. Economic growth and inflation. As far as government, hold on, let me stop my screen for a second. As far as government currency goes, it's really the only two things that matter. I'm not telling you there are not other factors, because there are factors that, that determine economic growth, and there are factors that determine inflation, but you really want to boil it down to economic growth and inflation. So your, your question comes back up again. If this is confusing, worry not. You can rewind, press play, get the replay. It's all going to be in your head. You're going to get it because there's no way you can follow me and not know this information. Plus, the only reason it's confusing because they didn't want to teach you this in school on purpose. That's it. They purposely did not teach you this in school because they taught you how to be an employee. All right? And if you get too, too big and you decide to free 
the middle class, they'll send economic hitmen after you. This is what it is. Anywho, now in this, we want to look at, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, let me finish drawing. I wish I knew how to use this fancy, but anywho, we want to have this say, uh oh, there we go. Up arrow here, down arrow here, okay? This means obviously bad, obviously good. And this arrow will be determined. Both of these will be up, and everything on this side will be down, okay? So down, if it's down here, I mean down. If it's up here, I mean up. Anybody confused by that? Let me scroll through the faces. Up here, basically, if I put something here, you do in up times. If I put something here, you do in down times. Anybody? Everybody okay with that? Let me see. Got it. All right, yes. good stuff. Good. Do in up times, do in bad times. All right, outstanding. Here we go. This is not my teachings. This is Ray Dalio. He's been saying this. I just really like Ray Dalio. I made my, who, who, who is Grace or Diana? I made, I made the whole team read his book called Principles. Yep, and I learned a lot from that book too. It's yep. a really good book. And he has an app. It is right there. There you go. See the book? I made them buy. Hold on. Talk, talk so they can. Hold on. Oh. And now talk so they can. Keep talking. Like, do your ABCs or something. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. All right. You too, Grace. Q, R, S, D, U, V. All right. There you go. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Alvino. I want your screen to pop up so they can see that. They literally had to buy that book and I make them read. I make them read all that stuff, Steve. I, I do my very best. Let's see. Oh, man, I messed up. Shoot. Hold on, I'm going to retype this. I should have did that. All right. We got stocks. And then we have corporate uh, bonds. Ah. And then we have commodities. Don't mind my spelling. That's not how you spell it. But we're going to spell it that way because I feel like it. And then gold. You. Yeah. <clears throat> that ain't how it's spelled. It's got D's in there, but we're going to make it work. Now, over here, you have commodities. I'll spell it right this time. Oh, almost right. There you go. And then gold again. And then you have inflation linked bonds. I'll have to explain that. But let me explain it right now. It basically means so during times of inflation, high inflation, you want hold on, let me stop my screen. Uh, hold on, let me let me finish typing before I stop my screen. Okay. 
in its simplicity, if if the Fed rates go down, you want to then invest in older bonds because they are they have a higher interest rate. The older ones, lots old. So when the so right now when they cut the United States federal interest rates, every older bond that was established during boom times are extremely valuable. And you would get an incredible return on investment on those. So that's what that meant right there. All right. I actually have a video on YouTube somewhere about that. I just don't remember which one it is at this point. Let's see. What else? Let me check my phone. Make sure. Okay. Let's see. What else? Down here, we want to put uh, treasury bonds. And I won't explain too much of this because I'll let you look up the meanings of all this stuff for this class. Or, yeah, I guess this is a class. Treasury bonds, treasury bonds again, and then inflation linked bonds. All right, now, in its simplicity, what you want to do is here's an arrow. You want 25% tempest of all your money to be in each one of these. So no matter what happens, you're good. That's the all seasons portfolio. That's not the same as diversifying your funds, although this is most certainly diversifying. This is shielding you from any economic disruption possible. Because it's better to lose 25% of your money and then wait that market out and then have to come back than anything else. Let me tell you why this is so important. And I want everybody, yes, each box, yes, each box. You want to put 25%. Let, let, me, let me do this. Let me do it so you can take a picture. So whether it's up or down, you want to make sure that you put all seasons portfolios. Okay. All seasons. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you can. Uh, yes, you can screenshot this. Anytime y'all ever hear me open my mouth, your job is to acquire what I have said and take it back. Hell, I don't even care if you teach what I just taught as your own stuff, Chris. Look at that. Let me see if I get a reaction out of him. <laughs> I don't care if you go back to your own university and teach this stuff. I don't own anything. My bad. I was unlocking my vault. You know, I just had to do that. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. Listen, y'all take everything. You understand? Take everything. Abundance is meant to be shared. One does not plant an orange tree and then say, y'all can't have none. That's not what ascended masters do. Different conversation. Now, here we go. Inflation, look, Phil got it. <laughs> All this stuff here, 25% in each quadrant. 
okay, in each quadrant, 25%. This is Ray Dalio's. I was, I'm not, I'm, this is going to make more sense because I'm coming back to it. However, I gave it to you now because I'm not sure what people have to check out. All right. I was going to say something. Oh, all right. I want you to think of the mountain as I got to get up the mountain for the financial peak, which actually it's not, let's call it absolute financial freedom. It's what Tony Robbins calls it in his book, Unshakable. Oh, no, no, that's not Unshakable. That's money, master, something, right? It's the money book. Now, absolute financial freedom. But then you still got to come back down this mountain. And this is what, this got to still come back down the mountain. Now, it doesn't mean come down the mountain in poverty. It means now that you've achieved it, that's it, right? Thank you, man. Thank, that's, go ahead, Phil. Say something so they can see it. That's the book that I'm trying to quote. I'll mute you, Mike, Phil, so, they can see, so you, you can dominate the screen. Almost. He's got it. Uh, it's not letting him unmute. Anyway, yeah, can y'all see it? It's not letting him unmute. I did. Oh, hold on, Phil. You did it, and I messed it up. Do it again. There you go. There we go. Why isn't it going to me? There you go. Hello. I see, I see the book. It's Tony Robbins, Money, and, yep, Master of the Game. Yeah, it, it, I think I think it was, I, I saw the green around your circle. That's the that's the book that I was attempting to quote. Not his Unshakable. Unshakable. He didn't even take a profit from it. It's fantastic, and that's the book he was talking about fiduciaries in. Of course, I got all of them. I got all of them. Now, you got to come down this slope. But when you come down, money mastery. It's how do I want to spend my money now that I made it. See, Steve just said, boom, I went up to the slope, absolute financial freedom. Now Steve has a responsibility to spend his next 50 years on planet Earth financially. That's him coming down the slope. You understand? And he needs to make sure that every day he has enough income to get that done. It's not, just, it's not enough to get it. You also got to come down and enjoy it. All right, there you go. Go go ahead, Kara. So when you're talking how you're talking about getting up there and coming down, are you saying that the investments have already been made and the money is already accumulated to a certain extent? Now you're coming back down to do something with those finances? No doubt. So you just sped me up. Let's roll. Let's roll. You got five steps to financial freedom. Number one is financial security. All this is called the accumulation phase. This this can really be found in that book, Money Mastery, that Phil just showed. Could you repeat number one again, please? So the big thing, the the big thing is the accumulation phase has five steps. Accumulation phase has five steps, and then I said number one, financial security. Financial security just means that your portfolio, whatever it is that you're doing. Is has enough money to meet your basic necessities. That's all it means. Number two is financial vitality. 
think of financial <clears throat> think of financial vitality as a checkpoint. Financial vitality is on the way to financial freedom. It is how can I simplify this? It is when you can add half your luxurious lifestyle expenses inside of that financial security sum. That was still too complex. It's when whatever you're doing in life, half of the enjoyment you want to do is covered by whatever you're doing. It is Steve saying, eh, I'm just, I think I'm going to go to Bali. Should I pay for that? No, it's already. I'll just draw it from this. Does that make sense to you? You can't do this often. Well, you can do it often, but you know, it's just that second step, financial vitality. There's formulas for this. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll keep breaking it down. The third step is financial independence. This is it's all answering your question, Kira. Third step is financial independence. That's what y'all keep hearing. Like, yeah, all the freaking flyby gurus telling y'all to reach financial independence, right? This is what you keep hearing every time you log on. What's your financial independence number and all that stuff, right? Nothing, nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you that this is what y'all keep hearing. So don't. You've, you, you've known this before. Congratulations. This is, means that your life covers all your expenses. Okay. You got financial independence. It covers all your expenses. And it's covered by passive income. That's financial independence. It's not something you earn. It's something that is passively given to you. Which also means it's taxless. We're coming back to that. I promise you we are. I've got so much to, t like, we're fit to do. Did y'all notice I just skipped the whole, hey, Grace, do this today? I just skipped all that because it's so much. It's so much. It's, it's so much that I just can't, I, I didn't even want to rob you. And I knew I was going to have to go over a little time. And I knew all that other stuff. All right. Financial independence means my passive income is outweighing my expenses. Everybody got me? You can even, even if you say, uh, about three times. It's, it's, I, I don't care how you want to put it. It's just my financial income. I mean, my my expenses is outweighed passively. I got enough sales funnel money or whatever it is. Boom. All right. We definitely coming back to that. Just laying down a the foundation. Then after that, you have financial freedom. Financial freedom. I almost lost my train of thought. Financial freedom is about freeing up your time. So that you can spend it as you like. You do not have financial freedom until you can be like, I just feel like doing this for 50 days. What you gonna do? Do what I want. Right? When you do when you're there, you got financial freedom. It's like being a 40-year-old with no kids. <laughs> Law, Grace, Monica's like, yes, I've made, I've made wise decisions. <laughs> and Tempest, I forget Tempest. These are, these are our four responsible adults. <laughs> All right. Now, financial freedom, just about your time. The one you want to get to, the top of the peak, is absolute financial freedom. This is different. This is when the 
ultimate dream lifestyle you have in your head is funded 100% by investment income. Notice I chose my words very cautiously. The ultimate, I, I, I could have said any word, I'm telling you ultimate. Well, I think I could do this. Well, if you if you can get higher, then you it's not you're not high enough. When you look back and say, I ain't got nothing else I want to do. You understand? Ultimate dream lifestyle is funded 100% by investment revenue. I didn't say your business. I didn't say your job. I, 100% by investment revenue. That could be a trust fund, depending on how you got, you know, how lucky you got with, with, with your, the hard work your grandfather did, something like that. Depends. Please know that the J.P. Morgan family, whoever got born yesterday, they were born into absolute financial freedom. <laughs> so I just, just want you to know, you don't necessarily have to work for it. Some people just born into it. Yeah. But as Donald Trump say, he, uh, it's, he received a small financial loan from his dad for $10 million. You know. <laughs> yeah, just a small one. This is swallowing. <laughs> Go ahead, Kier. So I know this might be far-fetched out there because you're not my financial advisor, but if you had someone who um, was ready to invest like today and yep. a decent amount of money, and but they didn't know where the starting points are, can you drop some gems for that? Yep, sure can. Do you want me to account? Do you want me to give you a realistic answer for today, right now, with everything that is happening? Or do you want, okay, Law said, yes, please. He, he answered for you, like, yes, give me real real scenario right now, what's happening. You okay with that, Kira? Yeah. Okay, like, like, don't give me no, I'm on it right now. What can I do today, in this hour, in this country? <laughs> Got you. There's three areas that I would invest in if I had money. And who do you, it doesn't matter what amount of money, just money. The first place that I would put it to is a very hard asset. That means real estate, gold, something that I know is not tied to the economy. If you're buying and holding real estate that is not tied to the economy. If you're fixing and flipping, that is tied to the economy because it's it's not a buyer's market. Well, it's not, excuse me, it's not a seller's market. And to be honest with you, it never went back to a seller's market after 2008. They be lying, Jerry. <laughs> we, we've been at historical low federal rates since the crash of 2008. We never went back to a seller's market. They just be lying to y'all. Y'all let real estate agents in the S quadrant sell you B quadrant and I quadrant dreams. They are lying, okay? <laughs> no, that's a lie. Hard assets, real estate. Now, let's say you don't have enough money for real estate. Someone would say, well, can I do, what about a franchise? Ah, cautious there. Very cautious with that. Very cautious with that. 
not telling you nothing's wrong with the franchise. I'm telling you now you're investing in a brand. While brand is better than business, okay, brand is not a hard asset anymore. Now, if you go invest in McDonald's, then I would give you maybe a small argument for because McDonald's is actually a real estate company. Okay. But if you don't own the land, then I'm going to tell you no. I'm trying to stress here, hard asset. So if you can't do a hard asset, then the second option is an income producing asset that has low, what you call it, Phil, when you put money in, low Low end, big money out. What is it? It's a, it's a phrase. I'm just low startup, low buy in, low buy in. There we go. I'm just, yeah. it's, also, it's, also with a franchise, you're buying a system. Absolutely, absolutely. Which would bring us to number two, the the system of things, right? A income. You just want to make sure this income producing asset is a good system. However, do not confuse that with hard assets. Hard assets are always going to be your safest bet. In a down economy, which we are most certainly in a down economy. Because please believe, they're going to say cancel rent movement all you want to, but people still ain't sleeping outside. People still don't have time for mosquitoes and roaches crawling in their ears. And if you want to lay up and cuddle, you can't do that on a park bench. Hard assets are still going to run the world, okay? <laughs> still going to run the world. Can't run up on law and be like, hey, I want to take you out. Where we going? Well, to this tent over there, you know what I'm saying, for a nightcap. No, you can't do that. He law, law, see, see, he smelled too good to be sleeping outside. You, you understand? There you go. What was number two again? Number two is an income-producing asset that that is also a system. But this income-producing asset is what's important. I'll give you examples. Network marketing. Cautious, though. Actually, let me say that one last. Let me say that one last. Sales funnels is what I want to say first. This is why Steve and Jerry are, are barking up the right tree. Because what is a sales funnel? Sales funnels is real estate. So what's real estate? Real estate is an income-producing asset in which other people put their money in and give you money out. That's real estate. What's a sales funnel? It's an income-producing asset in which other people put money in, that's customers buying something, and it gives you money out. I can't say it more simple than that. If you can't afford to buy a house care, buy, buy a sales funnel. Can't afford to buy a sales funnel, then join a network marketing company. Now you got to be careful. When you join a network marketing company, it's a franchise. It's basically what a network marketing company is. Most of them suck. Sorry. When, Is that like when, Amazon's trucks? Like Amazon got those trucks that you can buy for 10K and invest in theirs. Is that what you guys are speaking of? Absolutely. You, that would be. That's a hard asset. To, so the truck would be something that you can resell. The truck in itself can appreciate in value. Now, the, the, the actual metal of the truck is going to depreciate. 
But if you go start getting government contracts or getting more lucrative contracts with the, with Amazon, then that increases in value, right? But Amazon is a pretty good bet. Last time I checked, Jeff Bezos divorced, gave half his money away, and it's still worth $161 billion. How do you even pull that off? This man gave half his money away and still the richest man in the world. Do you understand that he's made some good decisions with his life? <laughs> I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Well, question and concern. So with, because you meant going back to the real estate part, because I've thought about it. And even if I was in a place to buy real estate, let's say a complex, I think I feel like right now with everything we're going through with so many unemployed people, it wouldn't be a good idea because what if these people can't pay rent or you can't get tenants because there's so many people that don't have jobs. Cause even with just the few houses I have every month, I'm worried about any of my tenants losing their jobs and not being able to pay their rent. So I can only imagine like a complex where you have, you know, over a hundred units. No doubt. So your, your, your concern is valid. So let's define the houses y'all should be buying. I'm so fit to get a, I'm, I'm so fit to clash with someone else's teachings that I'd rather not clash with Jerry. I am. I'm trying not to, but I have no other way to say it. Someone will teach you to save a lot of money. I'm trying to say the dollar amount. If I say the dollar amount, then you'll know who I'm talking about. And I. Right. And then we'll tell you to save X amount of your income. It's more than 10%. If I tell you which, you're going to know who I'm talking about. And then buy luxury apartment complexes. That's a bad idea. Up until 2008, I just said, okay, cool. And then, like everybody else, I said, you know what? I was wrong. You can buy a bunch of apartment luxury apartment complexes. That's good. That's because I was brainwashed by, no offense to anyone on the right side, but Obama's 19 years of plenty pretty much is what happened with the administration and then Trump carrying on. It was 19 years, but you get the point. Everybody got brainwashed. Guess the first thing that they do when things get hard? Yeah, they downgrade apartments. I'm going to get out of a luxury apartment and go find one of the ones Antonio owns. You, you understand what I'm saying, Monica? Nothing wrong with having apartments. But the ones that cost the, the, the apartments that are nice but also affordable, you should go buy those. The ones that are meant to make you win in up times, I would, not, I would stay away from those. As a matter of fact, the person that I'm attempting not to mention really got a lot of bad press because those people stop paying rent. You can, anyway, there you go. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, thank you. All right, outstanding. Now, ask yourself, though, <laughs> ask yourself, Monica, do you think real estate is ever going to fail no matter what the economy looks like. I can't imagine it. 
yeah, no, never fully. Just no. have a hard time. We can go into Walking Dead, you know, the TV series, and walk around with chain bats. They are still going to be selling real estate. It may not be for money, right? It may be for protection. But real estate is going to always be sold with whatever is the value currency at that time. Real estate. So it's always a good bet. Always a good bet. Kiara, hard assets, and then something like, I would say sales funnels without a doubt. I would tell all of y'all to start mastering sales funnels and get with people like me and say, like, law. Just had a conversation. Hey, can I give you this much money? You put it in sales funnels and you just flip it and just make sure it bring me back this much. Ain't that what you said? Look, look, look. <laughs> Y'all missed him clapping. Right? Just say this. Because he heard me saying something not too long ago. Say it again, sir. I want to make sure I caught that. Law said he want to ride our, our sales funnels. Law said, listen, can I get in on your sales funnels? You understand? That's what Law said. Go ahead, Law. You can talk. Because Steve and Jerry basically do the same thing. What had happened was father left us a little bit of something. So I was asking Antonio, should the collective, my siblings and I, come together and actually buy property? He said, it might be. You may not want to do that because everyone's mindset isn't like mine, right? So I'm like, okay, great. So then what's the next best thing? He said, sales funnel. So I said, okay, great. So I would love to do a sales funnel, but I need this sales funnel to bring in this amount of money. Can we work on that? There you go. And there you go. I'm always going. I'm. I my advice typically be's like a more likened to a fiduciary. I'm always going to tell you what is best for you, because I don't have time for karma to be punching me in the throat. I got enough of that going on, Jerry. Okay, <laughs> I don't need no more bad karma finding me, Steve. Not at all. Now, my man. Justin just dropped some mad knowledge, Monica, in the chat. He said, luxury properties drop fast because rich people don't pay when the market drops. The middle class and the working class pay their bills. That's the truest thing that's been said so far because I hold on to my money. What you going to do? How would you, how you possibly going to hurt me when I clearly make more money than you? What you going to do? You can't even afford to sue me because I'll just tell my lawyers to just keep doing things and rescheduling it that make you run out of money. I would make you run out of money before you even get to court. This, man, that's a strategy. Yeah, never to sue me. You're crazy. And if you sue me, I don't own nothing but this black shirt. I don't own nothing. Safety, speed, money. You want to say something, Justin? It's the A properties that I was talking about. The A properties, the luxury properties, those are the ones that fall first. So they can't even sue you because most of the time they go out of business 90% faster than the B to C property. Yep. So if you're looking at a multi-unit property, you want to get a B property in a, in, a, in a C area or a B property in B area because those are like the higher end or the middle class properties where you're going to get something nice. And these are, you know, your working class, middle class, good honest citizens who are worried about paying their bills on time because you know they have that fear factor they're worried about oh they're gonna 
Meanwhile, in this recession, it'll take them two years to get your ass out. And by that time, the company development most likely is going to go out of business before you even get out. So they That's can't right. even sue you. They can't even put anything in your credit. So you actually live for free and build your business back up. That's it's right. better to have the money and not need, and, and, and don't spend it than not have it and have to have to use it. That's right. Yeah. We think different. I just paid Grace, I'll meet you, Mike. I just paid a bill for Grace. And they tried to charge late fees. What I told you, Grace, to tell them. Uh, we're not paying no late fee. You go get <laughs> you go get what is owed, and that's it. I hope y'all look at that my face. Not for to pay no late fees in the middle of the worst economic crisis on in the history of mankind. When I know that the people who look like you ain't paying no late fees, you're not going to get over on me. You got to get out of here. But again, when you got top 1% mindset, this is exactly how you think. What's, what they, they going to do? Was they going to turn down the money? You, you're going to turn down $1,000 over $100 worth of late fees. I'm not doing that. You're not catching me like that. Right. So, so I have a, I have a question real, real quick about, um, so it seems like transferring my assets out of my name as quickly as possible is a good idea. And on the last call, you said something about going to, or no, it wasn't the last, was it, I can't remember, but, um, going to some office and then like doing some stuff with this. How do, how do I transfer my property out of my name as quickly as possible? Do I just start a, a business, an LLC, and just put it into that? No doubt. How many properties do you have? Just one. All right, good stuff. And is it a single-family home or a multi? Um, it was built as a multi, uh, but it's only a single right now. We need renovations to be a multi in the future. No doubt. So we, we're going to call it a multi. And is, do you primarily live there? Yeah. All right, then. Outstanding. But you sound like you have plans on renting that out soon. That's okay, Tempest, I'll make, sure you get the, yeah. I'll make sure you get the replay. Got you. All right. So what you want to do is you want to start you a series LLC. Notice, everybody, mm -hmm. I couldn't answer her question until I got some more context, right? Since, all right, here we go. Since I know it's a multi-family unit, I'm assuming you want to make more money so you can renovate it, because that's what it sounds like to me. Right. All right, outstanding. So we, we need to prepare her for what is called the future. A series LLC in whatever state you're going to be in is going to allow you to it's a, it's an LLC but it's operating as a series. Let me just let's look at all the squares on this screen. Right now there are 20 squares on this screen. This is perfect. We're going to call Zoom the main company of these squares. Got me? All 20 of these squares are all 20 of Reese's properties. Now take away 19 squares because she doesn't have them yet. But she does have the Zoom 
and the one square, and in my case, is Deanna on the left. Now, when she go buys another property, she opens up a bank account and then makes a few amendments, but she can start the second square for no charge. And as long as Reese never co-mingles the money from Deanna's square and the money from Antonio's square, because that's how it places on my screen, these are two separate companies. If you want to keep the protections, don't co-mingle the money. The moment you co-mingle the money, you tell the judge that you do not have them as separate companies. Therefore, I can sue you for both. Got me so far, Reese? Yep. All right. So this is very exciting law because law just did this. <laughs> I just walked law through this. How many months did that take us to do that, Law, your situation? I would say maybe it was maybe three months because the process takes about two months, they said, but it was filed within a month. So There you go. Walk Law through this. And Law, did I profit from this? You most certainly did not. I am profiting from it. <laughs> did not profit from this, and I sent him to some of my expert friends. Try to take nothing. Now, what you're going to do, Reese, is put that property there. The moment you make enough money to go buy another property, what you're going to do is you're going to start another square. You're going to have two squares total. And then what you're going to do is you're going to then move out of the first square, rent that square, rent the second square, and you're going to move into a hotel somewhere. Go back with your mama, something. Then you're going to take renter square number two and use number two square to renovate renter square number one. So now you get. Now I'm on, I'm, I'm listening, but I can't see anything on any screen, but I roughly got the idea. Okay, cool. cool. Well, and, and, and that's why I'm trying to explain it in, in this way. Cause I, I knew you couldn't see anything on the screen, but basically what I'm saying is you want to go get you another property and have that property pay for your renovations. And then when you get that property, you're going to move out. And then when you move out, you're going to find two renters for the property you're in now, or three or four, depending on what the property is like. And then you're going to have one or two renters in the second property. And you ain't worried about living nowhere. Then you're going to buy a third property, the third square somewhere. And then you're going to buy a fourth and a fifth one. And then when you say, I got enough money to buy the house I want, then that's what you're going to do. You're going to let other people buy your prop, your house. Fair enough? Yes. There you go. Y'all got that? Live no other way. Antonio? Yes, ma'am. I have a question for you as far as um, getting an LLC. Mm -hmm. We don't want to get it where we live. Where's the best places to get it, and how do you do that if you don't have a residency there? Oh, yeah. You just skip. Great question. In my case, getting it in Texas is fantastic. <laughs> in my case, because where I live is great <laughs> for, for CEOs where I live. Mm -hmm. Delaware, where, where Kiara lives, is great. Nevada where Jerry lives is fantastic. New York, not so fantastic. And I look at it lost like, no, 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 no. 
So basically what you do, I mean, Carol, is you get an expert that's going to file for you in another state, and they're going to file in another state, and they're going to file another piece of paper that says that you get to work abroad or in foreign places from that state, and you'd be just fine right there. The reason I'm telling you to get an expert is, you know, it costs like $1,000 or whatever, but they're going to give you the proper legal protections to protect you from anything that will come, and it's just a filing of paperwork. Okay. Okay, yeah. thank you. And I believe you're in Florida, right? Yes, Sarasota. You do not, want, you do not no. under any circumstances. No. <laughs> okay, all right. Florida. Is, when it, I, I got you. Uh, I, used come, to, I used to have an LLC in uh, Tennessee, which was pretty good too, but now okay. I don't have the address there, so. All right, good stuff. Got Reese, Jerry, and Phil. All three of y'all. It doesn't matter. The so why don't we want to file the LLC where we live? What, what, what state are you in? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I'm not sure about Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania may just be fine. She, I knew she, when she was asking her question because she lives in Florida. She knows don't do because because Florida your taxes. Basically, what you want to do is you don't want to pay any taxes. You want to pay your fair share and that's it. That's it. Uh, so definitely not California then. No, no. Oh my God, I almost lost my whole stomach. No. As a matter of fact, California <laughs> keeps losing all their millionaires <laughs> to Texas because California is just really taking all your money. So absolutely, absolutely. Delaware is Delaware and Nevada are pretty much the same state when it comes to taxes. The difference between Nevada is Nevada has protections that let you. If I open up, I, I've got two comp, two real estate com companies in Nevada right now. You'd never know it. Because the way it's set up, you don't know who owns it, and you can't. You would have to spend a lot of money to figure out who owns it. The reason I do that is because I don't like being sued. Me too. I got a couple of Nevada also. There you go. <laughs> Jerry, you want to say something? I saw Phil want to say something. Yeah, I was just saying um, I actually have a friend that, that does some of that in his business. They set up entities for people and uh wyoming is, is a, a very reasonable place to do that these days oh i didn't know that that makes sense that makes sense yeah I, so i, I want to do this right away how do i find that person are we talking about well first off let's find what you're trying to do first and then i can help you find that person are you talking about real estate is that what you're trying to do or are you talking about business what are you trying to do with your entity? Right now, the first step is just to, to get it out of my name and get it transferred and then get a loan and remodeled, turn it back into a multifamily. And if that's the case, you're talking about real estate. And I will recommend someone for you who is, just tell them I sent you. Um, Law, you got all that information? All right, let's see if we can, either, he's either going to post the chat or he'll get with you. Deanna, make sure Law gets with Reese. His name is Royal Smith, actually. And, and it, Royal Smith, anyway. But, all right, Phil, thank you, man. Fantastic, fantastic guy. I had him on my podcast. I don't make any money from this. I just, he's he's got a billion dollars under assets. I mean, a billion dollars of real estate under under management. He's like 
a year younger than me or something, or maybe a year older. He's one of the top real estate experts in the world. He's a real estate lawyer. There's a link right there in the chat, but she don't have access to the chat. Grace, can you copy and paste that and inbox that to her? I actually, I, I hopped on. I'm on my oh, computer okay. and my phone now. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. All right. I usually, I, I run or I bike in the morning, so that's why I usually have my phone because I don't want the connection gotcha. to break up, but I'm back home now. Oh, makes sense. Makes sense. Y'all, I got you, Deanna. What you wanted, if you use him, tell him Antonio T. Smith Jr. sent you. Did that did, did that work out? No doubt, absolutely. Oh, yes. Law of YouTube Bike, real quick. And what was the reaction with you? Were they, were you told him that? Oh, oh, Antonio. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, come this way. Come this way. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So if you want some favor, drop my name. Yeah, the Scott Smith, that's his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Scott Royal Smith is all like that. Scott Smith. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's right right there. Okay. I I get no referral fee. I don't even want it. Well, if you give it to me now, I'm not gonna pass up no blessings. I'm like Grace. You know, I got my hand. Yeah. I ain't, ain't passing up no blessings, Jerry. You know, I'm gonna take it. But this is not how that is. Okay. <laughs> this is how it is. Just drop my name, you'll be blessed. Deanna, you want to ask something? Yes, I just want to confirm you still want me to connect Law and Reese since you just put the link in chat. Oh, you can do it just because, but nah, yeah, that's cool. She got it, though. I, I didn't realize she got logged on another one. Kiera, hard real estate, a hard asset, excuse me, sales funnels. The third place I would go is to a business, somebody like me or something. I would invest in someone that you know but not your friend does that make sense y'all not your friend I, yeah i mean like mark zuckerberg when facebook was in 2008 yeah you, you, you get what i'm saying kira not not zuckerberg in 2005 or three but 2008 that kind of invest, <laughs> you know, yeah. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. So TikTok's going out. You said something else was coming in. The top TikTokers are moving to Byte, B-Y-T. Is that something to invest in? Yeah, probably so, yeah. If you invest in it for right now, because if they're, I don't know if they're publicly traded, but right now their stock is going through the roof regardless. Yeah, regardless. They're very profitable right now. For sure, even if you it's also, short term. You also mentioned gold. Now I know that to invest in gold is a good thing, but to invest in gold in certain places is a good thing. Which ones are better, and which should you avoid? This never not a good time to invest in gold. Never not one. So you you actually pretty solid there. If you can, let me. Hold on. Let me let me do something real quick. Ah, negative. I'm looking at one of my notes real quick. Hold on. I did a keynote. Somebody asked me when should we invest. All right, here we go. If you want to invest in stuff in a down market, these areas right here. 
utilities, consumer staples, REITs, real estate investment trust, longer date treasuries. I was explaining that, Jerry, when I was talking about the if the Fed rates go down and there's older bonds that have high interest rates, those are, are profitable. Actual real estate and gold. These are the, yeah, you just, YouTube, Google, if y'all looking at stocks and down areas, those are the places you want to go to. Those are the places. There you go. That, that help you, Carol? Good stuff. Good stuff. Law? My question was, what was the, what is the index on the stock market for gold? Because I see a bunch of stuff, but I'm not certain which one to go for. I'm not sure. I could just tell you, gold does well all the time, especially when bad things happen. Especially when bad things happen. Because it's the only thing that's real. Money is fake. Gold is real. We used to back up money with gold. <laughs> and that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, gold is real. You let countries go to war, watch how gold shoot up. Let there be a terrorist attack. Watch our gold shoot up. <laughs> Go ahead, Kiara, and back to law. Um, so when I went to a couple of courses where they were doing like the real estate stuff and they started to tap into stocks, um, they were talking about good times to to take it out and when to invest. Do you have any resources or any books that a person could read if they're just starting out with that so that they gotcha. know what to do? Got you. I forget a book. I'm going to send you to a podcast that taught me more about investing than anything on planet Earth. Start from episode one. It's two guys drinking beer talking about stocks. My kind of party, Jerry. <laughs> My kind of party. My kind of party for real. But in fact, I would say 98% of my stock knowledge came from this podcast. And I've been listening to it since it first came out. I really would. I really would say that. So I'll send you there. say <laughs> I like beer. I'll see you there for sure. Now, while I'm sending you here, I will tell you, and the hosts have kind of changed over the over the time, but anyway, listen, money matters right there. This podcast right here, it's on it's everywhere. It just, this one right here. Listen, money matters. This podcast right here gave me everything I needed to know. Honest and uncensored, this is not your father's boring show. It is not, okay? It's not. <laughs> it is not. Look at this, 2,100 ratings. It's been out since 2014. I've been listening to this podcast since 2014. It's fantastic. It's way too many episodes. But just to give you an idea, they just sit around Hey man, what you drinking? And and, they, and it's and I'm gonna tell you. Here's the premise of the show: It's a guy like me. It's a guy like Law talking to a guy like me. And look, be tools and apps and podcasts and books we love about stocks, right? And it's it's not it's not, none of this stuff is motivated. Mean, they literally are giving you. This is how it works. It's Law asking me, "Hey man, I want to invest. Where should I invest?" And then me doing my thing. And then law goes out and tries it, comes back with feedback. It's it's the most beautiful thing on planet Earth, Carrie. I would strongly suggest that. And again, I make no money this with this. I'm not an affiliate. I'm just telling you what I did to 
make so much money in stocks. Fair enough? Okay. Sounds Thanks, good. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate got it. You. I got you. I got you. Law. <laughs> Chris says subscribe. That would be You got the vault open. <laughs> okay, I'm going to it, too. Bam, tell uh, I just wanted to add on to what you were saying before about money being an illusion. And yep. from watching that video yesterday, I'm still mind blown at how crazy money really is just an illusion. Everything else is just credit. That's it. That's it, man. Gold is not an illusion. Money is. Do you prefer physical gold? Yep. Yep. I prefer anything that they can't manipulate. What about silver? That's cool. Hard asset. That works too. That works too. Got no problem. The reason why gold is, well, the gold is so fantastic for a couple of reasons. Yeah, what about gold teeth? That actually adds value, right? That actually adds value. Gold is so great because gold is the only resource, or one of the only resources on planet Earth that cannot be tarnished. Listen, Money Matters is the name of that podcast. Listen, Money Matters. It can't be tarnished, no matter what you do to it. It doesn't even come from planet Earth. It came from comets. It's not renewable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold is not from the Earth. It came from comets. It doesn't exist here. It's not something that you pressurize like coal and get a diamond. Gold does not come from Earth. It's why gold doesn't mix with anything. doesn't it's also why if you charge your phone there's gold on your charger the little part you put in because gold doesn't tarnish there you go all right that's it don't throw your old chargers away guys that's actually i, I that's actually a commercial not a commercial a video on youtube with a guy melted down a bunch of charges and made you know, some, some good money with, with gold. It's, it's actually too funny. Kiera, I mean, Monica asks, do you know any coin experts? I have old coin books, and I have no idea which are worth anything. I sure don't. I wish I did. I wish I did. Got I wish question. I Yes, sir. So, like, I was thinking, well, I actually got the biggest card, but I got one silver coin of, like, one of the presidents. Uh, so, and, like, I believe that's a good investment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Of course it is. That's why they be coming out with them QVC commercials telling you to get it. Right? That's why they did the, the 9-11 silver coins. Yeah, it is. all Because it's a hard asset. And when you put a hard asset and tie it to some event or something, it becomes even more profitable. That's it. All right. Let me give you just a few more. Because if you think we're doing a lot now, you ain't even got started at 12 o'clock. Actually, I won't even give you a few more. Any questions? Because it's just, it's just, it's just going to be too much. Historicity. That's it, Jerry. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Earlier, you were talking about the three areas right now, and then you were talking about the hard assets, the income-producing assets. Did you give number three, or was number three the – who was number three? Business people. People like me. Something like okay, that. The Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Yep. The Mark Zuckerberg – you get lucky when it first begins, but then, right, you got to wait for your, your like, Rekesa. Think of the, the, even though y'all don't have to invest in that, that you, you don't have to. I've already done everything, but that's not the point. I'm talking about the timing of you only get money, and I'm going to repeat this at 12 o'clock, but you only get money from 
how much money nope 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 how can i say this let me i want to say this in a way that's so powerful everybody goes wow i really need to change what i'm doing i really really need to change what i'm doing so how can i say this so powerful you get money from the value that you provide nothing else and the more people you serve and give value to the more untouchable you are when it comes to money everybody following that okay in fact anybody over 55 is automatically following that anybody younger than 55 not following that because y'all haven't been taught to serve people Say it one more time. There you go. All right. There you go. Money doesn't exist. The only way to get a lot of what does not exist is you must provide a value so valuable and give it to so many different people. That's how you get to financial, the absolute financial freedom. It is not your business. It is the value that your business provides. If you think about, well, let, let's, let's, in fact, I'm going to end the whole thing by, by talking about this. this. I need you, well, I don't need you to do nothing, but you should ask a question here if you don't understand what I'm saying, because what I'm about to say is telling you not only how I think, but why I did Rikesa the way I did it and why at this time. Anybody, the more value you provide, the more money you make. Y'all got that. You heard it before. But it's the only way to make money. And if you truly want absolute financial freedom, you do not focus on your business. You focus on the value provided. Go ahead, Grace. And then Jerron. I always, and it's still. Uh... I understand. It still bothers me with the with the value and then how much you charge. So like if, if okay, so teaching without borders, I say the value is twenty grand. Okay. But I don't charge twenty grand. Okay. I I never know what to charge. That that's Understood. that's how I okay. I respect that. I respect that. Let's let's break this down a different way. Let's change the word value. Okay. Let's let's delete the word value. How big is the problem you are solving? And how many problems do you solve for people or a people group? Child with this bath between parents and okay. kids and people want to go back to school. <laughs> do, do you get what I'm saying now? Yeah. It's, so let's move the word value and let's say, I like, like don't start a business to make money because you're not going to make money. You start a business it's to. To solve a major problem, and now you can entertain me and solve that problem. You do know, it just it baffles me how many times people try to stop prostitution, and and it's not going to happen. Selling sex solves a major problem, the problem of not having sex. It also solves the problem of distracting me from life. It solves the problem of making me feel better. And I'm not talking about me. I'm just telling you that selling sex 
or sexual things isn't going nowhere. Because if you're addicted to pain and you want to forget about that pain, sex is a great way to do it, even if it's for 10 minutes. And that's why it's so valuable. Can I say something? You sure can. You know, all this talk reminds me, you literally threw me back into a college class. It uh, reminds me of what I talked about in one of my courses with the, uh, the man in supply curve. Like, that's like the main thing that's going through my, uh, my mind because like the higher the demand for something, like the more you can charge for it. Or like, you know, the lower demand for something, you know, that it is, but you understand what I'm talking about. It I just do. made me go right back to that um, illustration. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. So basically, you know what? I'll give you this now. Let's, let's, let's do this. You want to write these five things down. You want to get the wealth fast? Here are five things. You need to deal with the commandment of need. And you can pick this up. Let me see. There's a book I'm thinking about. What is it? Millionaire Fast Lane. I forget the author's name. It's like MJ something. Millionaire Fast Lane. Commandment of need. What that basically means is that if you don't have a need for it, that oh, look at that, just doggone girl. Go ahead and do your ABCs with the book. <laughs> a B C D E F G. <laughs> there you go. I make them read everything, Jerry. They don't. It, it, Grace, how you pick your books now? Don't lie. Oh, anytime I get a uh, audible credit, I'll ask, "Hey, Rev, what, <laughs> what's the next thing I should be reading?" <laughs> and I say, "I say, hey, what you struggling with? Right? Tell me what's going on in your life, and then I recommend her book." That's that's why she's got so many books that I keep calling out. All right. The next thing you need to do is the commandment of entry. It's harder to enter into a business. The better your business will be. I mean, excuse me, the harder it is to enter your business, the better your business will be. I'm sorry, Antonio. Can you say the first one again? The commandment yeah, of the commandment of need. Never need. start a business to make money. You start a business to solve a major need. Do not try to make money. Do not try to make money. Because making money, money does, why are you trying to make something that doesn't exist? The, the sooner I can get y'all to understand that money does not exist. Think about it. These, these, are, these are the daily meetings in which I change the financial clashes for y'all. Talk about me. We would have been done had it been a daily meeting. Yesterday, too. But I'm giving you a lot of value, and I'm making sure because finances is so hard, and I know how hard this is. I'm tired. You tired. But I give you the value, give you the value, give you the value, give you the value, supply the need, supply the need. You know why? Because ain't nobody else on planet Earth doing this, which makes me super valuable. Wow. Who, who else? You understand what I'm saying? Who else? So therefore, I could cut it short and cut the value. And trust me, my ego always wants to cut it short. I'm, I don't talk outside of being on camera. My team knows this. I'm very short. Text me and you'll see how short I am. <laughs> That's not talking in real life. <laughs> okay? That's not talking in real life. Value. You, commandment of need. But then you also want to make it hard to get in. You see... Steve, Jerry are going to be successful because they're going to use my sales funnels and use their sales funnels, and they're going to be one of the few people that have exclusive rights to do so. And it's going to be so hard to get in that they're going to win. 
That's how it works. That's the second one. The second is command of entry. The third one, command of control, or the commandment of control. Let's see. I say this to you all the time. You want to control nearly every asset, right? You want to control your affiliate programs. You you want to control. Let me let me just copy and paste what y'all need to control. Let me make this easier for you. I say it every morning meeting. If Reese I'm about to bless you, your 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 smart speaker has literally just blessed you. Because yeah. if you never listen to me again. The mere fact that I just copy and paste this here is how I run my businesses. She asked if you could recap the commandment of entry. She says she don't think it's sunk in. Oh, I got you. I got you. Sure will. Let's go backwards and we talk about control. Um, simple ways. Let's see. The harder it is to enter your business, the better your results will be. If you violate this commandment, you must be extremely exceptional at what you do. For example, when blogs were new many years ago, becoming a full-time blogger to earn a living was a great choice. Today, blogs are everywhere, so it's a bad choice. Motivational speakers are everywhere. Bad career field. What if, what if you have like a strong personal brand? I just want You can't have a strong personal brand in a convoluted industry. If you have a strong personal brand in a convoluted industry, you were first or you went to a convoluted or oversaturated industry and did something first new. Let me explain. Why is Antonio successful? Because I'm the first. I am the first millionaire maker. I am the first online learning platform that is open source learning in which the students determine what the teacher is going to teach. If something happens on Facebook tomorrow, you will learn about it today. And I meant it the way I said it. That's how fast we move here. It ain't even happened yet. And we teaching about it today. Nothing exists like that. And we get our customers for free. So you can't compete. That makes yeah. <laughs> that makes us first in the category of what is online learning. You get me, Chris? Because you put put whoever you like next to me they can't afford to do this their <laughs> business models won't allow it because of free customers well yeah the free customers the fact that they cost too much even though i cost too much the fact that their customer their CAC, customer acquisition cost is higher than mine or they're just not they don't make themselves as accessible as i do the cool thing about ATS is the freaking star is always available, which is exhausting. But hey, why not? Get it? All right, so Reese put down a green heart. That means she got that. Commandment of control. I just gave you those six areas, right? Economics, finance, data information, manufacturing, infrastructure, communication, human resources. That's how I 
control this here. Commandment of scale. There are a few levels. This is number four. There are a few levels of scale in a business. There's community, city, state, region, national, international. Obviously, the larger your business, the more money you can earn. The larger your scale, the more money you can earn. You know this already, but you still need to scale if you're trying to scale. And then the last one would be time. Time. You know what I really sell? I don't sell. I sell two things most notably. The biggest thing I sell is time. Even though we do lots of classes and they take some time, it is far easier than doing it yourself, far easier than a master's degree. And then you know I ain't got to research that because I bet if I just go to Antonio, he already got something in there, right? It's, it's like... Oh, TikTok going out? Oh, what's the next one? Bite? Oh, I know that before. Like, literally, if you go talk to your friends, they have no idea about Bite. <laughs> that saved you time. You can now go build a popular audience and become a blue check influencer before them. And by the time they catch on, whoever from now, or whenever from now, you already won. Power in being first. Right? The guy who has his YouTube, youtube.com slash user slash Joe, he got there first. Slash Joe2452632. He got there 2452632 Joe's later. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's a difference. All right. One more question. The new hashtag on Byte is Alt TikTok. Look at that. Hey, real quick, just a quick insight. Just look at it. It's like they just rank uh, Byte number one on social networking on Apple. That means that's how much it's getting downloaded. As a matter of fact, I'm glad he said that. Let's end right here. I'm glad he said that. Antonio, and this is this is a question. I'm anticipating the question that Kira would ask me. Kira, unmute your mic and tell me if I'm right about you answering a question like this. Hey, with the therapy and what I'm trying to do in business, is there a secret tip you can give me to see what I should be doing or where I should be doing before people know that's where they should be going? Is that something you would like to know, Kara? Yes, actually, today. <laughs> <laughs> Good. This is what you do. You pull out your phone, whatever you have, Google, Android, or Apple, and you go to the App Store, and you go top paid. He got lost. I got both. And top free. And whatever is moving and shaking, or all the stuff that is top paid, top free, that is where the world's attention is. And you go over there, Kiera, and you start doing therapeutic videos on Byte inside the trends that are already happening. Boy, I just gave you. Can you repeat that one more time? You said. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Did y'all hear that energy came off her voice? <laughs> you go find what's trending and you go there because that's where attention is. Money follows attention 100% of the time. And then she's therapy. So she's going to do therapeutic things, but she only going to look at the trends happening on bike. So if someone is doing some dance trend, then she's going to get in there and she's not going to do the dance trend. She's going to take the same music 
maybe do the dance trend while pumping out a therapeutic piece of advice for 30 seconds. Ah, aha. And right there, when she's doing that, and she's, she's going to be doing the dance, talking about self-esteem. One of the biggest things in self-esteem, ladies and gentlemen, is knowing that high-involvement relationships, if someone is dating you and they're trying to be all in your business and don't know where you're at and what you're doing and all that stuff, this is an overcoming low self-esteem moment and you're in an abusive relationship. Yeah. God dog it, I'm good. <laughs> Karen, there you go. You do that. <laughs> Thank you, Shuggy, right? You do that. You don't follow the trend. You do something like the trend in the trend with your agenda. Trump app is number $2 free apps. <laughs> I didn't even know it. There you go. There is energy over there. Go ahead, Law. You got the last one. <laughs> Reese, say my bloat again. I do this every day, Reese. My follow-up to that was going to be, so since Byte is the new thing or what have you, and I, you know, started the whole dinosaur thing on TikTok, what I was thinking was on Byte, I should probably just only put my rocket powers on there and see what happens with that. What do you think about that? The dinosaurs worked. So do it again. Take the same audience, do it again. It ain't old. Do it again. Plus do your rocket power. Plus take every trend and then put your dinosaurs on the trends. So you should have been in the dinosaur doing the tootsie slide, Drake. Right, right. I'm I'm working on on that. Yeah. Well, right. I probably won't do the tootsie slide, but, but, but you I'm understand. working on more things with the costume. Yeah. All right, then. There you go. There you go. There you go. I've got the dinosaur. Who else got that? Who else has the dinosaur costume? Him and the company that made it. That's it. I used to. <laughs> Susie used to. Oh, that's too funny. Probably in storage <coughs> somewhere. <laughs> too funny. From a dinosaur birthday party where I dressed up. There you for go. One of the kids. There but you go. I'm going to have to check out that. Check that out, Law. Yes, yeah, please, it, it yeah. is hilarious. It's on TikTok. Launching with Laura. I like everything on one accord. Everything is launching with Laura as far as my brand. Hilarious. I'm in the shower with it and everything. It's just hilarious. <laughs> yeah buddy it's real hilarious well ladies and gentlemen thank you for your time it's you know starting next week we'll be back on our regular time I just wanted to give you this much as possible in two hours or three hours or whatever the hell it is it's going to be far much more so mind blown I've got plenty to tell you about finances and that will include excuse me conclude all our finances and reset best meeting ever blessed thank you can't wait for more this scene grace make sure she get the link for the next one thank y'all you can plant better you can dominate all right everybody Woo! get y'all everything i had hey everybody my name is monica and i'm going to tell you a little bit about how i became a part of the ats business university um i actually have my own construction company called Women's Touch Construction, as well as I'm a real estate investor when it comes to residential properties. Well, COVID hit in February, and as you guys know, with the pandemic, a lot of things got put on pause. So my construction company got put on hold. Um, I just bought two houses at one time in February, and 
I was having a hard time finding tenants, so I had basically three vacant homes at one time and no income because my construction company was put on hold. So I started going online, looking around. I found Antonio, reached out to him, and kind of told him my situation about what was going on. We talked about strengths, weaknesses. He got me involved in uh, some of the courses. And as I was taking those courses, I realized how much I actually learned. So I initially went directly to the real estate courses because that's my passion as an investor. And the good thing about those courses that I learned is you learn different things from what you hear from your friends that are realtors. It's from an investor point of view and it's from a broker's point of view. So I was able to learn a lot about that. Um, after those courses, I got into some of the self-help courses um, that also helped me grow as a person. So the good news is there's something for everyone. So depending on what your passion is, whatever you're trying to do, there's a course for you. Uh, the other thing was I'm starting a podcast. I always said I would never start a podcast and now I'm starting a podcast because one of the courses that I was watching was on podcasting and they're very specific on the steps to take to have a successful podcast. A podcast is going to bring you income, not just um, for fun, basically, because I'm always looking for other streams of income, not just to do things for fun. So I highly recommend these courses get involved i guarantee there's something for everyone it doesn't matter what your passion is what you're trying to do what you're trying to accomplish in life just get involved the ats community itself when i did get involved everybody's so positive they help each other there's a lot of group economics that goes on within ats as well so if you do have a product or a company you can always promote that within ats and and to grow your audience that way and grow your clientele that way so I'm here to tell you I'm doing it I'm going through it right now I'm growing every single day um, Antonio's very hands-on as well so if there's something you need he'll hop on a call with you as long as you schedule it ahead of time um, there's a lot of hands-on help through ATS so just take it from me try it out I promise you will not regret it we're all here to help. We're all going to hold your hand through this process. And um, let's go make money together. Hello, my name is Vastine East. Vastine East, a happy man. I'm now a member, a proud member, of the ATS University. I took a journey to get here, a unique journey. What I'm holding in my left arm is a set of drawings spent hours on a team with other men and women to design petrochemical plants, offshore drilling facilities, drawings, all arrived from a desire to create something unique in the world to serve mankind. And I'm proud that I was once part of that team, a team of intelligent, brilliant people. In my arm, these drawings represent hours of toil and sweat. These drawings represent school, high school, college. These drawings represent coming in to an industry where I earn, oh, a decent living towards the end. 
But regardless, at the end of all of these drawings, the reason why I'm holding these drawings right now is to compare what I had to do in order to achieve the successes that I'd enjoyed in civil engineering as a designer. By joining the ATS University, Business University, I'm so fortunate now that at the end of the day, I go to sleep at night reassured that I'm now doing something for me, not just based on my abilities or my intelligence, but something that rewards my love, a love of speaking, a love of traveling, a love of sharing my art. These old drawings, they represent a lot of hard work. Once the drawings are finished, I was always blessed to have the client or my lead engineer come out and say, where are my drawings? And so doing, a little bit of me left every time the drawings left my drafting table or my computer. A little bit of me died. But I'm alive again with the ATS Business University. I'm able now to pursue at last a career in public speaking to inspire others like myself. Perhaps you didn't come from a background of engineering or whatever, but you came perhaps from whatever source or that earned you a living, a good living, I hope. But are you tired? Are you tired of the hustle and bustle of answering to other men's dreams? And that's what I have to say about the ATS Business University. It has allowed me to wake up and live my dreams. I'm thankful that I live long enough as a baby boomer, to leave this world knowing that I'll make a contribution not only in the past in engineering, but a moral compass has been redesigned for me to enjoy me, my gifts, my talents. I encourage anyone who is searching to find their place in the future is to link arms with the ATS Business University I'm happy I found it, and I'm most happy that I was accepted. The ATS Business University, where you can turn your blueprints into your dreams. I'm Vastine East. Join the ATS family and live life in full bloom. Abundance. Blossom. Gratitude. Engagement. ATS, to me, is total transparency. This is Jerome Red. And you know, I'm loving it. Ooh. Oh, I'm loving it. Future. My future is bright with ATS. Hi, I'm Dr. Sugar Trask, and I am with ATS University. Pioneer community. Break it down. Let me just share with you what break it down means to me and what ATS does with breaking it down. Attention. ATS got you. That's all I can say. They make it so simple. You feel me? Hi, everybody. This is Jerry reminding you that you can cultivate an attitude of gratitude. I'm telling you, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, what your value system is, what religion you are, as long as you speak enough English to understand what's going on, you will be welcomed with open arms. With open arms. Ooh. I'm feeling that. Come on, possibilities. With ATS, your possibilities 
are endless. Vanguard. Reality. ATS is universe of knowledge. Crazy. <laughs> I would often pray to God to please send me a mentor. A mentor that can guide me, a mentor that can give me a road map. Actionable is information that allows action to be taken. ATS Junior Business University is actionable. You don't have to be crazy to be here, but it helps. Hello. Here's every single thing that you're going to get, and I mean everything you're going to get, plus we'll add more. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to give you $30,000 worth of courses, worth of value, worth of sharing my screen, showing you how I built my company, and all that kind of stuff like that. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pull back the curtains, and every single morning I have a meeting in which we show and we actually run this company and how we do things. And in this meeting, we're going to give you the daily business, money, and marketing team meetings. All these tips, you're going to get instant access of how a nine-figure company stays successful. You're going to learn how to structure your morning meetings with your company. You're going to learn why daily team meetings are important and to the success of your company. You're going to learn tips and strategies and all sorts more. That's $30,000 right there. Then I'm going to teach you real estate investment trading. That's it. Another $20,000 is going to grow every single month on just real estate investment so you can get what you need. And I mean everything from real estate investment. And I want to give you an, an, a leadership class because right, what's the point of leading people if you don't know how to lead? Or what's the point of leading people if you're not going to continue to lead? That's a $15,000 value. This class is long and it also grows every single month. It's kind of like Netflix, right? Every single time that you decide to do something, it's every single time we give you more value and let that value in your doing something grow every single month. Then what I want to do, I'm going to give you a business accelerator. Now, this is where we take your business from five figures to six figures, six figures to seven figures, eight figures to nine figures, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to learn how to leverage the knowledge of, of myself and my my friends and my millionaire friends and my billionaire friends. You're gonna learn credit hacks. You're gonna do all this stuff. That's a $5,000 value that we're gonna to give to you immediately. Then we're gonna teach you branding and cash flow. Cash flow is king. Cash makes you a slave. Cash flow is king. That'll make you royalty. That's an extra $3,500. Plenty of things there. You're going to learn what branding is, what branding is not, but most importantly, you're going to learn how to generate money, not just make money. Then you're going to get Law of Attraction. That's another $3,500. Overcome a low self esteem, $999. Retraining your subconscious mind, $999. Then we're going to give you a full capability. For you to make money with us, a full back office, a back office suite. You're going to have access to your back office. You're going to be able to see who joins your success team. You're going to be able to track your money, put inside your back office all the stuff that you need to be successful, and we're not going to charge you a dime. There's no monthly fee for that. That's another, that's another $999. And we're going to give you your own website. You're going to get your own website. Not going to charge you for that either. So you can have the opportunity to make money with us. Essentially, we're going to help you build your own sales funnel, a whole template, and you're going to be able to dominate from there. This is a total value of $80,489.
$5. Plus, if you put in your address, we will give you a free book from the richest man in the trash can himself, me, that would teach you the 36 objective laws of leaving the middle class. I sure hope you're ready right now because in the domination of all things, click that link below because now is your time to dominate.